I remember I complained when Daryl bought me this microphone for Christmas because I already had one. Uh, guess I'm glad that he did since uh, the other one stopped fucking working. <laughs> Little do the you tiniest. know, uh, Daryl sabotaged it. Yeah, the last time he came over, he peed in it. He put Oops. his uh, his I'm. Uh, Mega Man NX Warrior <laughs> cord <laughs> into the, into the um, outlet Check in! Of Mega Man! Execute! <laughs> and his little avatar's been wrecking havoc on the hardware of your microphone. He doesn't have anything... I don't have a net navy. He knows I'm too poor. That show had an absolutely insane idea of how electricity works. You don't know. <laughs> well, it's also in the future of that show, everything does run on AI circuitry. <laughs> Those games are so good. I can't wait for that collection to come out. I'm fucking excited. <laughs> so, yeah. Other than that, it's going good. How about you, my brother? My, yes, my brother. Uh, this is where the episode starts. <laughs> no, um, at home, mostly Splatoon. It's been good. Uh, Otherwise, feeling... just trauma at home. Yeah, mostly just trauma. Uh, we had laundry sitting around for a while. I just... I really want to get through the rest of the laundry that was affected by bed bugs because I still haven't done that yet. And it is upsetting every time I look in my patio area and it's still full of garbage bags. Why haven't you gotten to it? Because uh, I have to put all the laundry away and then it's on top of the like regular laundry that I have to do every week. And it's not cheap. Sure. Like it's... Uh, one it's like five dollars to do a load of laundry here, hmm. so it adds up. Like I can't, I can't afford that. Yeah, I've looked into laundromats in the area, but it's just, I don't have the time to to go and sit there all day. We just invested in uh, two drying racks too. Hmm. Well, that's the thing about drying racks. I can't just use one because if everything's affected by bed bugs. I have to wash it on high for an hour. <laughs> or dry it on high for an hour. Oh. So all my clothes come back either scorching hot and shrunken or damp and I have to dry it again. That's why you gotta go <sighs> on your clothes. Cheer it on. <laughs> no, you have to b- breathe on it. <sighs> go clothes. Yes. I love when people well, ask me to blow on something and I just go. 
with your little dragon. <laughs> like, like they ask, like there's something in their eye, and they're like, "Can you just blow on my eye?" And just who the fuck? Okay, you just created the air. strangest scenario. Don't what pretend are you like you just told about? me. Who has ever told you to blow on their eyeball? <laughs> I've had multiple people. That's insane. You've I, never had someone ask you to blow no one on their eyeball ever told when they have something stuck in their, their eye? No, they blink it out like a normal human being. There's something in the water in Wisconsin. It's getting all in their eyes. Have, Takara, Takara just messaged <laughs> WTF. You have, I've done that for you. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> let me try. Let me, let me see. Hold on. Oh, no, I closed the door. I have to text Kira. <laughs> no, I'm putting it on Twitter. <laughs> this is where the episode's starting. <laughs> Has anyone? <laughs> I forgot to post the screenshot from last week, but here's here's a here's a fucking quiz that's out of nowhere. Has anyone ever asked you slash have you asked anyone to blow <laughs> in your eye to clear it out? Of course. What the fuck? No. (laughs) (laughs) You can't ask a leading question. Okay, fine. I'll do no, absolutely not. And then I'll add a third option for you, which is I don't remember my life. (laughs) No, that's going to contaminate it. And then I'll have that run all week. And now I'm seeing your kid looking for porn in a school library. Good luck. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was like later that day after I tweeted it, I was thinking like, should I have intervened? I don't think so. I think I did fine not intervening because it's just like whatever this kid does and there it'd be different if he was doing it in school. Right. But if he takes it home, there's I can't do it. Then people are gonna yeah. ask questions, right? Like that's his own thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Someone could use the school computers for the same thing. True, but school computers are a lot more controlled. Yeah. Not the way I use them. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen. And the other one has their eye blown on per request. (laughs) I'm your co-host, Ethan, a sensible person who doesn't want to spit in anyone's eye or have spit blown into his own eye. This is your other (laughs) co-host. Wes. So you're telling me, okay... I can believe that someone hasn't asked you to blow in their eye, but you've never even blown in someone's eye before? No. I've never done it. No. I've never blown in another person's eye. Not even like a little kid's eye who's whining and complaining about something being in their eye? No. I tell them to blink it out or wash it at like a water fountain or something. In a water fountain? (laughs) It's water! (laughs) But it's a public drinking fountain. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd rather they do it in a sink at home. I'm Also, I'm not in public with children very often. Yeah, you and your kids are all shut in 
Yeah, I lock them up in their cages, and then we go for walks on my time. This is going to be the hot debate through the rest of this episode. We're going to forget about it next week as we do everything that we bring up. Father, uh, there's but... something in my eyes. <laughs> Don't worry, son. It's just the sun. <laughs> Use your uh, gerbil water tank to wash it out. Uh, <laughs> last week, Wesley quizzed me on the movie. Uh, what did I watch? Batman Returns. Two weeks uh, I have ago. A... Two weeks ago. It's been a minute. Hey, it's the last week for the audience. Um, I have since watched all three 90s Batman movies. <laughs> and let's hope that I didn't get them all confused. So I watched Don't the two you mean key... all four? I didn't watch Batman and Robin again. I told you I never <laughs> need to do that again. I was, I was able to use my memory of watching that movie, I think, 15 plus times. To fill in the blanks. Hmm. Right. Uh, but yeah, I really hope I don't get them confused for the bonus questions or for the rest of the review of this. Your life? Because they, they really bleed together. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Especially if you watch them sequentially, like in a row. Because <laughs> I watched Returns and Forever in the same sitting. <laughs> there was no break. All right. <laughs> Uh, cool. Let's uh, and then at the end of this, I'll go ahead and quiz Wesley on Austin Powers uh, two. I'd completely forgotten what I was going to be watching for the rest of the season. So that's nice to fine. hear. Nice to know. Mm-hmm. I'll try and recall uh, the scene that I saw at a bar during Takara's birthday. You'll need to. That was randomly showing Austin Powers at midnight. <laughs> That's the time to watch it's it. Like a, it was like a dance club. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, Batman Returns. Let's, Let's talk about check it, it out. Uh, Baby, check it out. That was a Steve Brule reference. Alright, so the open-ended questions. You got three points for this. You're damn right I did. You're able to cover the basic facts about Batman Returns. <laughs> uh, you understood why Oswald Cobblepot would be abandoned and that the zoo would be connected to the sewer system. <laughs> it must be. It's just like, it begs the question, how can they guarantee that the penguins will even be shown? <laughs> <laughs> like when people come, when people would come to visit. Sorry, the <laughs> penguins are in the sewer system of Gotham today. We we they're on their way back later. Most of their exhibits underground as well. <laughs> yeah, you know. Now that I'm thinking about it, where's the viewing area? Like, where did right. the audience look in? Is it like a I pit guess that they're looking down into? Because there were the seats that the penguin army was standing in. Yeah. Is that for like guests of the zoo to to, to go in and look at them? How do <laughs> you get the, there? Or did the penguins build it themselves? <laughs> right, because there's not a clear way to get there yeah. from outside. A lot of questions. What are those penguins eating? <laughs> uh, 
but the ones you got wrong were that you thought Jim Gordon was the one who'd get pushed out a window for no good reason. I would argue that Selena Kyle is pushed out a window for a somewhat good reason. I would say pushing someone out for accessing uh, the wrong file <laughs> does not she warrant was... getting pushed out a window. She hacked into his computer. Like, she was accessing files she wasn't supposed to add access. And many would argue that the proper response would just be to fire her. <laughs> He's an insane. He's a he's a Batman villain, Wesley. He's gonna kill her. Um, um, I did like that scene though. I thought it was really funny the way Christopher Walken is like super menacing. He laughs it off, and then it's shot just push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then who meets Selena Kyle first? You said Bruce Wayne. It is in mm. fact Batman. Batman. It's a weird scene. Keep. I have a lot to say about Keaton's Batman. <laughs> oh. I, I think I think I've seen every Batman now except for West. Mm, I've seen every that major one. Batman. I think I've seen every Batman now. Oh, that's not true. I haven't seen Pattinson because that's new. You haven't seen the Batman yet. I have no. I've had no interest in seeing it. Why? I don't know. It's just like it felt too edgy, you know. Oh. Like, I'm tired of edgy Batman, which is why we were watching these. <laughs> uh, multiple choice. You got two points. Uh, you got right that this is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And that... Uh... Maybe I didn't Oh, no, right. you only got one point. <laughs> I there I had a one next to another question, but it's just a uh, one for the total. Mm. Uh, you did not get right that. Uh, how did Penguin use the public birth records of Gotham? The Penguin uses the public birth records of Gotham to find every firstborn child. Well, first every firstborn son, just yeah. so that he can kidnap them and murder them. Yeah. Um. Some real biblical shit. (laughs) Yeah, some very biblical shit. The penguin in this movie goes, like, shifts heavily between highly competent and incredibly incompetent. Yes. (laughs) But always very biblical. (laughs) Amen. Which is true about Catwoman? You said that she uses her actual nails as gloves. Yeah, I thought I said that. No, she uses those weird sewing needles, which I don't think would work. Yeah, no. (laughs) They should be breaking off of her fingers way more often than that. Just like how her suit is supposed to be sewn together, but they just took a white marker and made sewing lines. Yes. Which is also weird, uh, as Kira pointed out while we were watching it. We saw she had black thread. Why did she use white to sew it together? (laughs) And one trench coat is not enough fabric to make this entire (laughs) bodysuit. The answer I was looking for was that she'll stand, she'll only stand up for women. She only stands up for herself? It's... She mainly just hates men. She will attack yeah. any man <laughs> who's doing something bad. 
Yeah. Her intentions of all the characters in this movie are the least clear, yes. which is fine. She is an animated corpse. <laughs> uh, you also said that it was true that her co- costume includes a tail. It's not. Yes. I thought that it did. I liked integrating the whip in some shots where it did kind of look like a tail. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. But unfortunately, she is not a high schooler experimenting with furriness. No. <laughs> She is not the main character from Turning Red at the end of Turning Red. <laughs> oh, man. I imagine that probably had a huge impact on the furry community. <laughs> now that I think probably. about it. Probably. Probably. How well, does Penguin do... What does Penguin do once he rises to the surface? You said he digs up his dead parents and launches them to Gotham <laughs> <laughs> I just really wanted that to be true. <laughs> Um, no, the first thing he does is save a, the mayor's child, right? When he's in public. Yeah, well, that's like his entrance into... I think what I was looking for was... The present? He runs a Playboy style... No. Which one is it? Mayor. He runs for mayor. Yeah. There was he runs for he runs a Playboy style mansion. He runs for mayor. He runs a penguin themed brothel. Yeah, he runs for he mayor. Runs for mayor. I just get confused, like what his he and his crew were doing in that one room. <laughs> I have so many questions about the penguins' connections to the Red Triangle Gang. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I how they or he got there. Are the Red Triangle Gang, are they Joker's crew from the first movie? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. They're just, they're just guy. They're just folks. <laughs> a different gang. Like, we're supposed to assume Gotham has a lot of gangs in it. By Batman Forever, it sure does. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just not clear. Um. Finally... Which cartoon character does Gotham City Energy Mogul share a last name with? You said Felix the Cat. That's like the mascot of... Which is also weird. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the public domain at that point. (laughs) No, they were just using a character that looked very similar to Felix the Cat. Yeah. No, but it is Max Shrek, another character I have a lot of problems with. Uh, okay, true and false, you only got two points. What The ones you got right were that James Gordon is barely in this movie at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no interest in him. I really should have made the assumption, knowing or like having an inkling that it was the same Jim Gordon from Batman and Robin. Uh, first off, that actor is terrible. He's <laughs> very bad. <laughs> And he's in four movies. <laughs> um, but, like, he, he doesn't do anything in that movie. He certainly doesn't do anything in the first one. Doesn't do anything in this one. Doesn't do anything in Batman Forever. <laughs> I feel like I remember him having a slightly larger role in the third one. Is that true? Am I remembering it right? <laughs> no. no. He doesn't do okay. shit in the third one. Like, he kind of does stuff in the first one. 
just because there's someone from Joker's gang that's working within the police force. But that's it. Gotcha. (laughs) The man can't act. They knew to not put him on screen. You also got right that uh, it was false that Alfred reveals that he was once a butler for the Cabo Pots. Yeah, he, he didn't do that. No. Alfred spends the entire movie just saying, forget about this guy. <laughs> Who the fuck cares about this guy? Leave him yeah. alone. He's a freak. <laughs> uh, he's a wacko. <laughs> um, Imagine if that was Alfred's attitude <laughs> in every single movie. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> this is dumb. Master Wayne, we grow up. <laughs> Uh, you, the ones you got wrong, Christopher Walken plays a main character in this movie. It's <laughs> we gigantic. Can talk, we it's can huge talk about in this, movie. this now. <laughs> okay, uh, so Christopher Walken plays energy mogul Max Shrek. The uh, main villain. <laughs> yes. I think that there are too many villains in this movie. <laughs> yes. Um, and what's dumb is that the Penguin... Is essentially the same as Max Shrek. Yes. Why would they not just be <laughs> the same character? I would even say the penguin is more compelling. <laughs> yeah, than a guy who just people wants know money. the name. Yeah. <laughs> people know the Batman character, the penguin. Not sure how many folks out here are clamoring for more Max Shrek representation in the DC universe. Max Shrek is, I was looking it up, he is an original character to this I movie. I fucking knew it! <laughs> he was not in the comics. <laughs> Tim Burton creation. <laughs> yep. There is a movie original character in every single one of these movies, <laughs> and they're all the worst character. <laughs> um, yeah, Max... I don't. I like Christopher Walken's performance in this movie. I think he does a very good job. Max Shrek is one of the worst written villains. Yeah, <laughs> and bogs down the entire third act of the movie. I don't think I agree that Christopher Walken's great in this movie. I okay. just I don't think there's ever gonna be a role where I'm convinced that Christopher Walken's <laughs> a good actor. I still am dumbfounded that he had his career, started his career on Broadway of all <laughs> That's a great dancer. <laughs> Have you seen Peter Pan Live? <laughs> That's a great dancer. I don't care what you're saying. Wait, is he Captain Hook in Peter Pan? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. <laughs> And he was such a... I watched this my freshman year of college. And he does such a lazy job tap dancing in a number (laughs) that he just, like, lifts his foot up and just does one tap. And then they dubbed it with... (laughs) (laughs) So he's just, like, lifting one foot up at a time. And it's going... (laughs) That's awesome. That's honestly really good. He phoned it in the whole time. Awful. <laughs> now I need to watch that. Someone find a link and send it to me. I'm sure it's on Peacock. <laughs> um, yeah, I think 
maybe if we had just focused on Catwoman, the his character might have been a little more interesting if her like whole mm-hmm. deal was to enact revenge on him. Yes. Because really the only scene that I found him any way interesting was when she was about to murder him and then yeah. did, and then did murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's begging for his life. I liked the part where he was like, "Don't kill my son." <laughs> Chip. Chip didn't do anything. <laughs> Take me instead. Also, I don't know if you noticed that the guy playing Chip was doing a Christopher Walken impression. No, I didn't. I barely couple, remembered Chip. There are a couple of lines where he very clearly is trying to do a Christopher Walken so he's more realistically <laughs> his son. That's funny. Uh, you also said it was true that Penguin bites a guy's nose off. Mm-hmm. He does not fully bite it off. He just gives it a strong chomp yes. and makes it bleed. So I was uh, extra excited to watch this movie to talk about some topical news. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but I saw this clip posted in reference to, I think it was on Thursday, uh, the COO of the Beyond Meat Company was at a football game and bit someone's nose off. <laughs> what football game? Uh, somewhere in Arkansas, I think. Was it college, NFL? I think it was college. I'm not 100% sure. If you search for it oh. on Twitter, you can find more info. I looked That's into nuts. literally nothing. I saw the Batman clip and I was like, oh, now I'm pumped. Uh, I recognize the actor whose nose he bit. I can't remember from what. Yeah. He's uh, just one of those bit part actors from that era. Right, yeah, in like a ton of 90s movies. Mm-hmm. You said it was true that Catwoman does not walk. She only backflips. She does backflip a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> unnecessarily. Yes. <laughs> but she does walk on occasion. She does. She walks when she has to, but it's pretty clear she would rather be backflipping or cartwheeling. As any cat would. <laughs> I mean, that's why you had to go stop Philbin earlier. He was just backflipping through the entire apartment. You said... Penguin only actually, you said it was false that Penguin only actually oozes black goo once in this movie. That's I'm false. Pr- I'm pretty sure he only really oozes black goo once. I mean, there's th- at you the can end of see the, movie, the the black goo in his mouth, but he never really it never oozes until the very end. In some of his early scenes, I would say that it's oozing. Because there are dribbles coming down his chin all the time, and when he spits, it's black. I stand by my decision. Give me the point, you coward. You got a lot of points on the screen grab. I will climb through this computer and bite your nose off. Unlike the penguin. Yeah. Um, Unlike the penguin, but much like the COO of Beyond Meat. (laughs) I assume now former COO. (laughs) Or soon to be. Yeah, like, I can't imagine he's sticking around for long after this for his vegan meat company. He and Papa John are going to join forces. Uh, Screen grab. You got three points. You said that uh, Oswald, it's Oswald and Christopher Walken maybe playing the mayor. 
That would have made more sense if he was playing the mayor, so I gave you the full point. <laughs> Any other character would have made more sense for Christopher Walken, but the best choice would be remove the character from the movie entirely. Uh, they're in the Penguin's Fortress, the Penguin exhibit, and the Penguin uh, makes a deal with him to not kill his family. I, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. He has secrets to ruin his family, certainly. Yeah. So Matt Shrek out here killing so many people. There uh, are like I think two people <laughs> definitely referenced that he has covered up the murders of. Yes, and one the same that he way. Really, yeah. <laughs> Bro, you can't say everyone's on vacation. <laughs> Just no one ever really looks into it. Batman's <laughs> doing a really bad job. <laughs> on one hand this is one of the few times where you actually get to see batman live up to his name as the world's greatest detective however just because he's doing detective work doesn't mean he's very good at it i think my favorite part of this movie is when we see batman cruising by the city records <laughs> and he's going the speed limit. <laughs> he's going very slow. I think he's going under the speed limit. He's absolutely going under the speed limit because he's doing recon. And he right outside, the <laughs> stares at him. Penguin does not notice. It's an incredible scene. <laughs> It kind of reminded me of the scene from Home Alone 2 where um, Kevin is walking in New York City and he looks up at that like children's hospital and sees a kid sitting at the window and they wave yeah. at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Because it's a Christmas movie, it yeah. felt like something weirdly really wholesome, wholesome was going to happen. <laughs> Kind of catch me if you can-ish. <laughs> yeah, because the penguin's in there, as far as we know, just studiously looking up for his past. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where are you, Chris? You could have played that under the scene. There are a couple different musical edits of this movie that we're going to have to work on. <laughs> Why can't I find you? All right, bonus questions. And the true or false one, I forgot to write down the correct answer to, so we'll see if either of us remember what yeah. the true answer is. <laughs> I hope so. How many lives does Shrek take from Catwoman? Uh, so there's the first one where she falls out of the building. There's uh, two gunshots, two gunshots, so that's five. That is correct. Four, five, still alive. <laughs> I'm making fun of Michelle Pfeiffer's performance. I think she's perfect in this movie. Yeah, by far. Like, she's the exact camp that these movies were searching for in a lot of the mm. roles. She nailed it. Which is a phrase Penguin was recorded calling Gotham citizens. <sighs> okay. A, salacious spoonies. Okay. B, pinhead puppets. Mm -hmm. C, negligent ninny hammers. 
Or D, white-livered walruses. Was the second one again? I think I feel like it's that one. Pinhead puppets. I think it's pinhead puppets. You are correct. Okay. They do play that audio six or seven times. So, <laughs> had I not remembered it, I would have been ashamed. True or false? This is the one where I have an answer, but it has a question mark next to it. We never see Penguin in a top hat. That's false. When he's running for mayor, he does put on a top hat. There, then there I was is thinking, a... it, does is he holding it, or do we ever actually see him wearing it? There's a part where he's holding it, and then he puts it on and leaves. Okay. So I, I do it's... have false question mark, so I'll give you a point. I, I'm pretty sure that we do see it. At the very least, I know for sure he puts a hat on, and it would be weird to put any hat other than a top hat on Penguin. Go uh, go Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> He's a huge Sox fan. All Is right. it this movie or the next movie where they reference real-life politicians? It's this movie, because yeah. they reference Spiro Agnew getting mm-hmm. impeached. Yeah. All right, so, Ethan, before I reveal your total, which is your best total you've gotten in, I want to say, a couple seasons. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Would you watch this movie again? Uh, Maybe. I might. I have to be in the right mood, and the thing is I would want to watch all four of them together like i would run a marathon I, I don't think i would ever just watch this one by itself again uh and it's a feeling i have about all four of the movies in general but the first three in particular i fell asleep during the third act of all three of these <laughs> movies <laughs> yeah i get that the second act is where most of the stuff happens in the third act <laughs> Each movie, I was like, oh, this is still going on, huh? Yeah. Um, Like, the camp and the performances are all really fun. The set design uh, for this movie is immaculate. Like, the entire production is gorgeous. It's one of Tim Burton's best-looking movies. Yeah, true. Um, But the storyline <laughs> is so bad it is incredibly damaged by max shrek's character and i think this movie is an insult to any incarnation of the penguin and again not saying that danny devito does a bad job i just think that this penguin was written really badly and my notes here i say he feels more like uncle fester yeah i could see that have you seen the um Christopher Lloyd, uh, yeah, Adam's Family movies. Uh, okay, yeah, they feel so similar. True, I'm pretty sure they both do the. <laughs> I don't know if Penguin does that or not. Uh, there's parts where he's like getting flustered and flirted with, where I feel like he's doing the retract his chin yeah, into his I neck. Suppose. Um, I did have some notes that I wanted to discuss. One, I think it's weird that the first time we see Selena Kyle come home, she asks if her cat had sex, and why won't she tell her? (laughs) Next, 
<laughs> Max's Chihuahua Geraldo looks like a weird little llama. <laughs> All right. Uh, when Selena dies, she just gets toxoplasmosis back to life by cats. Uh-huh. I really like the part where <laughs> Christopher Walken starts punching and he says, you think you could do three rounds with Muhammad Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> Which is an incredible line. Uh, Batman throws napalm at Catwoman and she's pretty fine, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate the scene where the penguin and Catwoman each kill and eat each other's animals. Why do you hate that scene? I That's a scene that I remember very clearly. Like, I watched this movie when I was, like, 10, and I remember just feeling so vastly uncomfortable and, like, wondering if I'm watching something inappropriate. For yeah, you know what? I think that's what it is. I think it's so striking that I was very unsettled. We watched Michelle Pfeiffer put a whole bird in her mouth. <laughs> but the way when the camera pulls back and it's shot, it feels like one of those scenes in like a, a Family Matters or <laughs> like old style sitcom where kid where like two siblings are bullying each other. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I maybe just, that's just that me. that apartment itself though feels like the exact uh place we find edward scissor hands never seen it never will okay <laughs> i need to <laughs> folks i know it seems rude i just need to stomp it out before it even starts <laughs> okay uh and then i have to of course shout out uh the penguin pallbearers i love that <laughs> you could say uh, a lot about this movie but they do some pretty creative wacky things with penguins they look so good. <laughs> Those puppets are amazing. I wanted them to do that thing that you see of that gif where like they have those pallbearers who like spin around underneath the the yeah. coffin. Mm-hmm. No, I'm very much going to make the coffin dance penguin pallbearer yeah. <laughs> mashup that we deserve. And lastly, best line in the movie. Uh we're in one of the, I think the second confrontation between Batman and Catwoman. And Catwoman says, I haven't been fed all day, runs up to Batman, and he screams, eat floor, and flips her <laughs> on the ground. Uh, and then, sorry, last thing on my review, just because I've seen a bunch of Batman now. Uh, I think Keaton does a really good Batman. I don't think he's a very compelling Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think that's pretty par for the course reaction <laughs> to the Keaton movies. I think he has the most uninteresting Bruce Wayne out of mm-hmm. all of them. I think he was just directed poorly. They didn't have a clear idea. Uh, but just because I have watched Batman forever, I do want to say this. I think Val Kilmer is my favorite Batman and Bruce Wayne from a live action movie. Interesting. Uh, Wesley, what is your review of uh, Batman Returns? Would you watch it again? I think I might sometime in the future um not the near future like uh, story-wise yeah this movie is rough around the edges (laughs) it's pretty divorced from a lot of batman stuff (laughs) it's clearly just a tim burton movie first and foremost (laughs) um 
I do, I think having seen this first when I was like 10 years old and being like, coming from a pretty milk toast (laughs) (laughs) movie watching experience prior, like this movie definitely, there were scenes that caught my imagination that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the movie I remember. Like I haven't seen this movie probably <laughs> since I was ten, so it's been a good sixteen years. <laughs> Feels a lot more like Batman and Robin than you would have thought, huh? Yeah, it does. Um, if people always talk about how stylistic and interesting Gotham is in the Tim Burton movies, I just feel like it's. It feels very small and very tight and feels like a set more than Mm -hmm. any other Batman (laughs) movies. Think about the way the streets are designed in this movie. They're so narrow that the Batmobile can barely fit through them by itself. (laughs) Like, which one did they design first and why? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's... It's fine, I think. I would give it a score of fine. It's too weird to be bad. Yeah. I do think Selena Kyle is the most interesting character if they actually gave her a proper motivation. <laughs> right. If she, if it was coming from anywhere. Yeah. The whole... Yeah. I don't know. The, <laughs> the penguin in the Batman uh, with Col- uh, portrayed by Colin Farrell... Far more interesting of a character. But how is the performance? I mean, very different. It's played like the <laughs> penguin in Batman comics is supposed to be portrayed. A gangster. Uh, he's, the, he's the penguin. He's not a weird little monster man. <laughs> Living in the sewer slash zoo. Which they're all joined in every city. Uh, Ethan, you probably know this answer better than I do. Uh, is this movie better than the first one? Uh, I would say that's so difficult. I would say this movie is more consistently interesting than the first one. Batman, the original movie, is solely carried by Jack Nicholson's performance (laughs) as the Joker. Like, anytime he's not on screen, it is one of the most boring movies I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) But when he's on screen, it's so instantly magnetic and charismatic. Yeah. So that's the struggle. I think I like this one better. It's been a number of years since I've seen the Batman as well. I think I probably saw it in, like, high school or something. But, Mm -hmm. um... And I've seen that one more times than this one. Mm-hmm. But I just remember that the music number in the Batman where Joker and his posse are playing music and just smashing stuff. It's bad. <laughs> I remember just wanting to turn off the movie during that part and i have to say there wasn't really a moment in batman returns where i felt like i was compelled to turn it off (laughs) no i i I agree with that and when i was reading afterwards that 
Tim Burton was given full creative control over this movie compared mm. to the first one where there was a lot of produ- uh, the production companies meddling. Mm-hmm. I you could can tell. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> For better or worse, this is full Tim Burton. <laughs> mm. I wouldn't say Tim Burton at his most, but it is close. Yes. Uh, that said, I want to talk about Batman Forever. When's the last time you watched that one? Just because we're not going to cover it on this show. Uh, probably was in middle school or high school. Okay. On ABC probably... Family. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird that it would play there. That's, they, showed, they showed Batman Returns every 25 days of Christmas. I guess you have to. <laughs> Um, but anyway, about that's Batman really, Forever. That's literally why I saw Batman Returns for the first time. Because I was watching <laughs> 25 Days of Christmas. <laughs> There's snow in it. It's during Christmas. Couldn't feel more like a Christmas movie. Is it the like last line between Alfred and Bruce? The Merry Christmas. He's Merry Christmas, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, just on Batman Forever. Uh, I think Batman Forever is my favorite one out of the four. Really? Uh, because it's just completely off the wall the whole time. <laughs> There's nothing tethering it to any grounding in reality. It is <laughs> the biggest fucking cartoon. I encourage you just to watch the first like fight between Two-Face, who I think is written terribly <laughs> in Batman Forever, um, and Batman. Because there's a background guy that's in the entire movie whose only job is to go, oh no! (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) die! And he's there the entire movie. (laughs) Um, uh, But I think that uh, Jim Carrey is a very good Edward Nigma and is a terrible Riddler. (laughs) I remember just finding him not funny in any way, shape, or form. I think that he's genuinely threatening as Edward Nigma, And then when he becomes the Riddler, he's just like, oh, he's Jim Carrey doing a Jim Carrey thing. I'm tired of him now. <laughs> he's just Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, he's Ace Ventura. He's the mask. I don't care. I've seen it. <laughs> Fucking brain suck machine. He's Dr. Psycho in that movie. He's not. He's yeah. not the riddler what do you think you don't have to keep this in the podcast what do you think of they approached robin williams as well for the joker role in the first one and then they also approached him for the riddler and he turned them both down i think he should have turned them both down i don't first of all i think as jack jack nicholson said the role could kill you i think that the joker legitimately would have killed robin williams much sooner (laughs) but uh in terms of playing the riddler I think that Robin Williams would have gone so off the wall that it would make that movie unwatchable. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that movie is fucking crazy. If you see Tommy Lee Jones at any point during that movie, I don't even know what the fuck that guy is doing. (laughs) It's incredible. I want him to stop. (laughs) Should have just had Josh Brolin stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Straight out of the Goonies. Yeah, so that's you know Two Face. We're gonna go back in time and see Two Face. 
Tommy Lee Jones but, needs to check but not, out. <laughs> but not the Two-Face from the Batman where he's portrayed by Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yes. The only actors that carry through all four movies are Alfred and Jim Gordon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but Alfred's role keeps growing in each movie. It does. <laughs> it gets considerably bigger. <laughs> It gets considerably bigger and so much worse across all four of the movies. He's not a charismatic actor. You can barely carry a scene. He's so oh. old and ancient. Which reminds me, I don't know if anyone's found this online, but there's a part in Batman Forever where uh, the Riddler and Two-Face are pretending to be trick-or-treaters, and then they bust open the door and knock Alfred over as he answers it for them. <laughs> you can see the actor who plays Alfred falls on the ground carrying a, tr- a tray full of, like, candies. <laughs> and then, within a split second, you see him trying the candies <laughs> fall over, even though he's supposed to be knocked out. <laughs> because... <laughs> He knows that the actors are going to open the door that's right next to him, but he <laughs> fell in front of it on accident. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. <laughs> Gotta save the scene. Right. He's a consummate professional. Like, obviously, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Why did they keep that take? <laughs> He did such a good job saving it, they never saw it in (laughs) post-production. We want people to know how good of a job he did saving this scene. It's really hard to be Alfred. Alfred, (laughs) the role of Alfred could kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy Strong, look out. (laughs) Guy from Pennyworth. No, now it's, uh, Alfred is, uh... Jeremy Strong. No. Who's Alfred now? Oh, I think you, you've seen the new Batman. Gollum. What? Andy Serkis? Yeah, Andy Serkis is Alfred, though. Weird. He does a fine job. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he could do a good job, but it's like, you're going to put Andy Serkis in Batman and have him play Alfred? Yeah, just himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many other characters he'd probably do a better <laughs> job as. All right, uh, that is Batman Returns. We've talked about it for a while. It's a wild, it's absolutely a a movie worth talking about. True. And that's the most important thing. All right, we're going to take a short break, and then uh, Ethan's going to quiz me on Austin Powers. The spy who shagged me. There's a burp inside of me that I must let out. <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> How come whenever someone's about to burp, they don't, they don't panic in fear? Why? Uh, why in musicals don't they do more burping? Like burp singing. Mm-hmm. Because only Maurice LaMarche can do that? Not saying that he shouldn't get more work. Put him on Broadway. Did I tell you about the time that I sneezed during a performance of Macbeth in the middle of being on stage? Wait, what? Uh, When I was performing uh, Macbeth in Madison, Uh um, 
there's a scene where we're all supposed to be listening to the king talk and I felt a sneeze coming on and I was like, oh, I can just hold this down. <laughs> and then it starts to get really bad for me. And it was one of the few times we were performing inside. So <laughs> sound was easily noticeable. I just start going. <laughs> but I try to close my mouth in the middle of it and I just spit all over myself. <laughs> so I just made it much worse. Didn't do anything to try to bring it back in. And then the director said, keep that. Oh, it was during a live performance. But he Use it. Harness do it. it. Do it again in every scene. Milk it. More. Speaking of milking it, we're talking about Austin Powers, the second one. The seconding. The se- <laughs> I second that. Um, Wesley, why haven't you seen this movie and what happens in it? I haven't seen this movie because I didn't see the first one. Ah, uh, surprise. Um, what happens in it? I'm going to guess a lot more of the same. Um, okay. Dr. Evil has another plan. Mm-hmm. Mini-me's in it. Okay. You got that wrong last time. Um, his son is in it again. Awesome Powers is... Has a new love interest. Okay. I don't know. I just expected to be just more of the same, like... Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think it's just going to be the same formula. It's a if it's a, it's a formula. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh second open-ended question. What does Austin's former love interest, Vanessa, do in this movie? And if you'd like, I can remind you what she was doing at the end of the last movie. Yes, please remind me. She and Austin had gotten married. Um, so what is she doing in this movie? Uh-huh. I'm going to say nothing. I'm going to say she's written out of the movie. She's not in this movie at all. And when you say written out of the movie, do you mean like she's just completely ignored or they find a way to get her out of the movie? They find a way to get her out. And in real behind the scene drama, she just can't stand Mike Myers. <laughs> okay. How do you think they write her out? Like what? Do you think it's on screen or off screen? Like she just... Uh, she's probably killed. Okay. Cool. I also want to let you know that really I wrote cool. this quiz. Yeah, really cool. So cool to kill a woman. <laughs> uh, I wrote this quiz, uh, I think, a year and a half ago. It doesn't matter because I remember everything about this movie and I'm going to watch it with you. All right. What? Is Dr. Evil's plan this time? Just so you know, he has two plans in this movie. His plan this time is to uh, kill Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. And go back in time? Why not? Okay. He did it before. Can do it again. <laughs> Get more uh, money? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. 
Uh, and then lastly, and most importantly, your favorite character is in this movie. What does Fat Bastard want in the long run? Is Fat Bastard the one who is in jail now? No, you're thinking of... Uh, hat, hat guy. <laughs> you're thinking of the hat guy. He's not in this movie. Uh, Fat Bastard is, of course, the precursor to Shrek. Ah. Uh, um, what is he doing in this movie? Uh, well, no, what does he want in the long run? Oh, <laughs> long run. Oh, I don't know. Love. He's looking for love. Okay. Wants to settle down. He wants to get out of the crime game. 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 He wants to take a bite out of cybercrime. All right, moving on to multiple choice. Number one. What TV show, what daytime TV show, do Scott and Dr. Evil appear on? A. Oprah. B. Family Feud, C, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, or D, Jerry Springer. You said daytime. Yeah, what daytime TV show? Okay, so it's not Conan. Did I rewrite the question as I was saying? <laughs> yes. Did I read the answers before I did that? No. <laughs> uh, okay. Oprah wouldn't. Be down for it, probably. I'm going to say... So you're left with Family Feud and Jerry Springer. I'll say Springer. Okay. Why the hell not? Because they have to, I guess. Multiple choice number two. How do you keep warm in Russia? Wink. A, sex. B, playing chess. C, through dance. Or D, you don't. We'll say dance. Okay. Just the YMCA. It's fun to do the YMCA. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think Putin's doing all the time? Singing Blueberry Hill. You got me there. <laughs> I found my thrill on the blueberry hill. <laughs> on blueberry hill. What a terrifying thing that just happened to me. So I, I, I noticed this wire dangling at my feet, and I was like, this is a microphone wire. <laughs> is my microphone unplugged? <laughs> Uh, it's just an extra one. I don't know where it's from, and I was just scared. No, Ethan, that's a garden snake. Ah! <laughs> Please don't kill me. All right. <laughs> it talks. <laughs> the snake, the snake that made Eve eat the apple. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Multiple choice number three. What? Makes number two cry. Do you remember who number two is? Yes. Okay. My description of him was going to be, he's Dr. Evil's number two. Yes. 
Uh, but what makes him cry? A, getting a big ball thrown in his face. B, Scott calls him Cyclops. C, he takes a look at Monet's Le Grand Jat. Or D, Austin calls him important. Uh, I'm going to say Scott calls him Cyclops. Okay. His least favorite X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple choice number four. How do Mini-Me and Dr. Evil show off their relationship, the closeness of their relationship? A, Mini-Me is always in a baby Bjorn on Dr. Evil's chest. B, they draw nude pictures of each other. C, they perform musical numbers together. Or D, they feed each other. Mm, Feed each other. Feeding. All right. And then the last multiple choice question, how does Austin defeat Mini-Me? A, he gives Mini-Me candy and they become friends. B, he shits him into space. C, he just locks him in a locker. Or D, Austin time travels to the past and smashes Dr. Evil's clone jar. So just again, A, they're friends. B, space shit. C, locker. D, clone jar. Um, I'm going to say locker. Okay. Like a little nerd. Were you ever put in a locker? No. I just had a fourth grader this last week, like my favorite student. She uh, won these, like, you know, those, like, prank nerd glasses that, like, magnify your eyes. Yeah. She won those in, like, a prize drawing. And I made her wear them. <laughs> and she said that... Uh, she didn't want to wear them because she didn't want to look like a nerd like me. <laughs> and then I said, I wasn't a nerd. I was a jock. <laughs> and she said, no, you look like the kind of nerd a jock would shove in a locker. <laughs> Joke's on her. You played never football. Was. Yes. You never were. You were shoving other nerds in the lockers. And uh-huh. me, I was shoving myself in there to see if I could fit. And how to get out. I remember in middle school, there was a kid who put himself in his own locker. Uh, didn't know how to get out. So he had to stop classes so the <laughs> teachers could get him out. There was this really tall kid who, like, we had a trombone locker. So they're just like, like a square opening and they go really far, like, go really deep. Mm-hmm. And so he was like this skinny, tall guy, and I dared him to go into it. <laughs> so he did, and like it went all the way. Like his waist and legs were sticking out. Mm-hmm. And I st- think I still have a picture of it somewhere on my phone or on my like uh, dr- cloud or something. But he <laughs> like just had his like legs dangling out, and I told him to. St- straighten them instead <laughs> so he, his legs are sticking straight out like he's a fucking mannequin <laughs> it was one of the funniest things that's very, very comical as my grandma would say <laughs> you should get into comedy 
I always actually that's not a thing that a grandma would say. A grandma would wait until you're already a comedian to say, I always knew that he would do that, but they would never encourage you. My grandma has never laughed at a joke of mine. <laughs> I don't think she knows. I don't think she knows I've... how funny you are. <laughs> I don't think she knows how hilarious I am. <laughs> She's missing out. <laughs> no. That side of the family has just so much mental health issues that most of my jokes just fall flat. <laughs> well, they're mostly about them. <laughs> yeah. Mostly at people's expense to their face. <laughs> or the deceased. <laughs> at a really inopportune time, like <laughs> anniversary of a death. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't have roasted your grandfather at his funeral. I just think that was too soon. Yeah, when I was four years old. <laughs> they called him the roast master. <laughs> uh, true or false? This movie starts with a Star Wars text crawl. Sure, why not? True or false? Fat Bastard is obsessed with eating babies. Uh, false. He's not a liberal. <laughs> a very current joke. See, my Everybody grandma would just move on. <laughs> not funny. Uh, true or false? Austin drinks a pot of fat bastard's pee. Yeah, okay. I could see it. For a bonus question, what's the flavor profile like? Hint of cinnamon. Okay. How much cinnamon do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Grainy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like cinnamon roll topping. (laughs) I'm thinking like the the powdery bottom of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes. (laughs) the sequence. I just got a box of that, dude. Why are you have to ruin my cereal experience? Hey, I eat that literally every morning. <laughs> Lobster leg or whatever it was didn't ruin it for me. Shrimp, 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 shrimp. Uh, true or false? Frau gets to the moon on a penis-shaped rocket. Didn't that happen in the last movie? I'm going to say I'm false. F- false? Okay. How how does Frau get to the moon? Regular rocket? Maybe rockets that look like boobs? I don't know. Okay. True or false? Uh, someone says, I need an old priest and a young priest. True. Uh, true or false? Dr. Evil is revealed to be Austin Powers' father. Uh, yeah, might as well. It's a sequel like Empire was, so they're probably just trying to fit in sequel jokes. I don't know. Okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and send you a screenshot. I'm 90% sure that it's from this movie and not the first one. <laughs> Let me just check to make sure. <laughs> The problem with stockpiling 
screenshot photos on my phone is I no longer remember what movies they're from. Uh, which doesn't help when we're doing sequels. Okay. This is correct. In fact, let me get this picture because it's a bit higher quality. In fact, let me make this my phone background. In fact, let me go ahead and make this my profile picture on on Tinder. One last fishing trip before tying the knot, huh? Exactly. Okay. I've not seen this before, so it has to be from the second one. This is not very high quality, so I don't want to see what the first one looked like. You know what? Let me actually go ahead and send you the first. It is the same, the exact same shot. Uh, how do I get there? Albums. No, this is screenshots. I need uh, screenshot questions. Uh yeah, this is the exact same shot, but it's on my television. <laughs> it may be two frames later. Okay, this is Austin and Woman Companion. It's too grainy for me to be able to identify <laughs> who she is. Um, they appear to have what kind of looks like vibrators attached to their hip. They're both wearing the exact same bikini, carrying a raft onto the beach. Uh, Austin is also wearing flippers. I'm guessing this is towards the beginning of the movie. Uh, like a, There's like a plane crash, and uh, they get washed ashore. Uh, guessing the main joke here is that look, Austin's wearing women's clothes. Uh, hey, yeah, I don't know. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know if there's much else to say. Not much else to glean. So that about does it for our Austin Powers quiz. Just know that you can watch that movie right now on HBO Max in the Austin Powers three film collection. I, of course, own this on Blu-ray. All right. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is... Ethan. Oh, I didn't tell you what you scored, Ethan. You scored yeah, 12 points. No reaction. Uh, the current score is Ethan, 21 and a half, and me, 23 and a half. Uh, you can find this week's movie on... HBO Max. HBO Max. Follow Sorry, I just heard that I got 12 points. I was busy updating something. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at so You can follow me on either platform at Baby Westwee. And remember, I am deformed. I am not a man. I am a penguin. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>